At Firehouse Subs, a portion of every purchase helps provide life-saving equipment to first responders. We make our subs differently because our subs make a difference. Like our Italian sub, piled high with Genoa salami, pepperoni, and Virginia honey ham. Or our Firehouse Meatball Sub with zesty marinara, both with melted provolone and Italian seasoning. Your choice, just $6.99 each for a medium and only for a limited time at Firehouse Subs. Tap the banner now to start your order. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All hit radio. Welcome to the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, around the world on the Exxon Broadcast Network. For all the great programming that is available to you, 724-365, including Roberta Grimes' Reality Seekers. We have Joanna Carroll with Dialogue with Divinity. We have David Shock with The Shock Factor. Corey Connaughton with High Tech with Corey K. Kevin Randall. Yeah, you know the Kevin Randall, the guy that writes all the books about Roswell, the UFO guy, and uh, he's a lieutenant colonel, a real lieutenant colonel, not like Cal Korf. He's got a different perspective. And then Joe Wegent, The World Beyond, and many more great programming right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network. Just go to www.xzbn.net. Monday night... Over 100 million people were glued to the boob tube. That's because it was the first presidential debate between Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and Donald J. Trump. Now, I watched the show, and I'm sure that people listening to my voice, no matter where they are in the world, watched it either on TV, on satellite, or on YouTube. A couple of months ago, we had Richard DeRose on with us, and we were talking about Ted Cruz. Remember him? The guy that had wanted nothing to do with Trump, who would not endorse Trump, uh, who finally did endorse Trump. So I thought it would only be fitting, now that everybody has had a chance to take a look at what's going on, on the internet, the conspiracy theories, and the videos that have popped up. You know, the one where it looks like Hillary is wearing an earpiece. There's looks like a, a wire going back up her back. Uh, another one shows somebody going under her, her uh, what do they call that, where people speak lecterns, and taking out a file. So I thought I'd share this hour with my good friend Richard DeRose, who uh, published a book entitled Retail to Hell, Why We Need to Fear the Information Highway Superstores and Superpowers. And Rich is also the gentleman behind... A great website, www.brainwashedareyou.com. And Rich, welcome back to the Exxon. My gosh, buddy, we've got a lot to talk about in one hour. 
We do, an awful lot. All right, Rich, give me your take on the the debate. Who won? I think uh, Hillary did a lot better than a lot of people were hoping she would mm-hmm. on Trump's side. Um, a lot of us was hoping maybe that she was sick and it would show up that way. Uh, she just wouldn't have the fire that she had. But go back, you know, four years ago, Romney did really well in the first debate, and then he kind of fizzled out in the next two because people were expecting as much or more from him. And I think they wanted that. Uh, Trump's strategists wanted that to be the case where, you know, he did a good job, showed his presidential material and this, that, and the other, and then basically, you know, try to nail her in the next two. The next one's um, just a forum, you know, um, so it's not quite the same thing, but he'll have, you know, live audience participation, stuff like that, so. What did you uh, think? But what? I think he's still good at it. But some people think he might not. That's not his forte. I understand uh, that uh, Governor Christie is going to be his debate coach for the next debate. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I think he needs to come back. You know, I think a lot of people, even people that supported Trump, were a little disappointed that he didn't attack her on mm-hmm. certain issues. But if he started that now, this far out, even though there was some early voting going on in the United States, you know, he wouldn't be able to maybe make as big a point, you know, when it does matter closer to the election. So I think that's why he held back on it. But I heard a lot of people criticize for that because they wanted him to kind of knock her out. And I think that was, a, you know, really a wrong strategy for him at this point. I agree with you. I think that he did the right thing because, uh, you know, when you go into a debate, especially when there's more than one debate and you're looking to see your opponent's strengths and weaknesses, like a lot came up about Hillary that raise a lot of questions, as well as there were a lot of questions about the moderator. When we come back, let's take a look at both sides of the camp. My guest is Richard DeRose. His website is www.brainwashedru.com. This hour here in the Exxon, we're talking about the first presidential debate of 2016 with Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Send me your emails. Tell me what you think. Do you think that Trump won? Or do you think that Hillary won? We'll be back on the other side as we continue here in the the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. This is Kevin Randall. For nearly 30 years, I have been investigating the case of the Roswell UFO. I have interviewed hundreds of people and stood on the crash site. Now in Roswell in the 21st century, I have reviewed dozens of hours of audio and videotaped interviews, examined hundreds of files that relate to the crash, and have returned to Roswell in an attempt to put all that information into the proper perspective. For the first time in Roswell in the 21st century, I have made a dispassionate reevaluation of all that material and provide a new look at what happened. This is a book that clears away all the clutter that has hidden the truth for so long, strips away the various lies that surround the case, exposes the Air Force attempts at cover-up, and found a core of solid information that tells us all where the case stands today. Roswell in the 21st Century will be available in just a few weeks. For more information, please visit my website at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at www.drgibbswilliams.com. Shamanism is recognized as a method to access the quantum level. 
Mastery of Shamanic Skills puts spiritual information and healing power into your hands. Path Home Shamanic Art School, a bonded Colorado certified occupational school, has met rigorous state standards ensuring its director and instructors have the qualifications to teach the shamanic arts. Path Home offers its certification program in blocks of study. Block 1, a five-day intensive, will be held in the beautiful mountain town of Coldale, Colorado, October 13th through 18th. Registration deadline is September 12th. Experience journey trance, power animals, helping spirits, sacred space, and life purpose. Come discover your power. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, in the magical world of shamanism. Call 303-775-3431 or visit findyourpathhome.com. Richard DeRose is our special guest this hour, Exonation, www.brainwashedru.com. All right, let's take a look at some of the, the um, videos that are going around the internet right now. I saw one where this little guy comes out of a corner, goes behind the lectern where Hillary is, takes a folder out from under the lectern, and then leaves. Any idea what that was about or who this person was, Rich? Yeah, actually, he's been involved with, um, I think, the campaign and uh, debates and stuff like that since probably 1980. He's a well-known dem- Democratic operative and helps to set up negotiations and stuff like that. So the the mere idea that he was a stranger or a strange person maybe mm-hmm. might be true, but not a stranger. But the whole thing about some kind of conspiracy going on with what she did or this, that, and the other or cheating was predicated on the fact that somebody made a statement about him, you know, being an unknown operative, right. and yet... That has nothing to do with the other evidence that we see out there, you know, that you've mentioned the wire on her back right. and this, that, and the other, the voice box and everything like that. So, you know, to, to make fun of those ideas that she was, I mean, it looked like to me, uh, from what I've seen, the way she reacted at different things, mm-hmm. that somebody was talking to her in her ear. And yeah. the earpiece thing they showed you is not how that device works. It's actually up way up inside her ear. Um, and it's pulled back out later, you know, so you wouldn't see it anyway. It's not it's something visible. Is, is it possible then this was some sort of prosthesis put in her ear so that other part would not fall out, and the and the um, the earpiece would be ultimately exposed, and it w- would be brought to a national audience that she was cheating yet again. Well, I think, that, you know, they'd mentioned that about an earpiece before, mm-hmm. so they want to make sure, for sure, she didn't have anything that was visible, so they let her hair actually go higher. Right. You know, they could have left her hairline down below her ear, and you would have never seen that. But she didn't realize that somebody was going to be filming her from behind right. when she bent over and her jacket got tight. Now, you know, being in the, the news business and media and everything, TV and stuff, you do wear microphones. Yes, you do. Uh, but there also is a device, which somebody mentioned, that maybe it was an anti-coffin device. Well, there's stuff like that. I know several people that wear them for pain, pain mm-hmm. management, and they look just like that. You know, and they send an electrical shock into the body to, you know, kind of control pain, and they have a little gizmo. They yeah. can control the volume of that pain. So you can't totally rule out because we can't see it. But they weren't using lapel mics, so they didn't need wireless microphones. That's right. And from what I saw, there uh, around her waist... It looked like there was that transmitter or or receiver that we use when we go on on locations where the director or the producer can cue us through our ear piece or if we're in two different studios using a green screen we can hear what the other person in the other studio was saying as well. Exactly, but the the people that are, you know, of course against it mm-hmm. are saying that, you know, it had to be a microphone and that's just ridiculous to totally rule out what you're yeah. talking about because the technology's there, and it would make sense because they're not definitely sure that she's going to get all her little punch lines in. Yep. And then, then the the part with the nose movements, I mean, you know, that seems obvious to me. They do that in sports all the time. Mm-hmm. And she was so obvious and looked guilty when she was doing it. That was the thing. And a couple of times she laughed to herself as like somebody had said something to her that was kind of cute. Yeah. But there wasn't the audience. It wasn't Trump. And she kind of grinned, or maybe they told her to, you know, to grin because she is a performer in her own way you know she's a you know professional politician so if anybody can put on an act she can well she's been fooling the american public for so many years well some of the american public anyway um when we look at the big picture is there something going on behind the scenes for example 
is there is this a diversionary tactic while something else goes on? Well, I think what's really happened is a unique situation has evolved here where you can might say God's behind it or whatever, mm-hmm. and it, this does happen quite a lot. We've talked about, you know, the, the superpowers, the globalists, whatever yep. you want to call them, you know, playing their little games, but they've been losing at a lot of things they tried to do. And, uh, you know, even this situation with the Black Lives Matter, you know, it's definitely an orchestrated organization. Oh, definitely. I call the, yeah. I call them domestic terrorists. Exactly. And they're trying to stir up black people mm-hmm. who really are so apathetic they're not even that concerned. But, you know, they go in there and they burn stuff and this, that, and the other and try to rile people up. Yeah. But they can't stay engaged that long because they just don't care. And uh, what they care about is the fact that the police are protecting the system they think is basically corrupt. They don't care about whether a Scott guy or some other guy named, you know, uh, was Michael Brown or any of those others got killed because mm-hmm. they're killing so many in Chicago and they don't say a word about it. What they're concerned about is, you know, they're afraid they're going to get cut off yeah. and that society's going to, you know, rule them unnecessary and be eliminated. And I talk to a lot of black people that understand that idea, that concept. It's not, it may be rare for people that are white to think about it, but black people talk about it all the time. It seems that conspiracy theories are abounding with everything that anyone says. Um, when it, when, let's take another look at what is happening between Donald Trump and uh, Secretary Clinton. This thing that, um, that she brought up about Donald Trump calling one of the Miss America pageant uh, people a Miss Piggy. Now, that, that was... You know, that was stupid, and you had Lester Holt, who didn't do anything except point questions at Trump. He didn't bring up Benghazi. He didn't bring up the emails. He didn't bring up uh, uh, anything that she's been involved with. Everything was focused on Trump, and I found that very, very strange and very unfair. Well, it's not strange in the sense that he works for the establishment, which is the establishment media. Mm -hmm. No other human being in the history of the world of course, we've never had this kind of media before and yeah. the kind of stuff with the Internet, has ever been maligned like Donald Trump has. I mean, everything he does and says, I mean, we need, we got super important issues. Who cares what happened to that girl 20 yeah, years ago? exactly. Uh, and then you find out that she's got this terrible reputation, you know, been accused of, you know, participating in a murder of her brother-in-law and then mm-hmm. calling, you know, trying to make death threats against the judge and then actually having a baby with a major drug cartel guy. Uh, she's certainly nobody to come out here and she's also coming out with a book like megan yeah. kelly and some of these others that want people to buy our book and so you know she has an agenda herself but you know hillary's stupid to pick somebody that most of us that particularly support trump see it for what it is yeah. you know what now, i give the average stupid person might not what i give trump a lot of credit for he didn't come back with monica Lewinsky. he didn't come back with with um with all the indiscretions that bill had he didn't put anybody in the front row like the Clintons did to throw him off guard. You know, he did it the right way. He played fair, and yet they played so crooked. And, and of course, no, it's no secret that I support Trump because I think it takes a business person like Trump with his knowledge, with his experience, to get the country back where it belongs, to bring the companies back to the United States, to, to hit the people who take companies out of the states and take jobs away from Americans. Hit them with taxes when they want to bring their stuff back in. I love what he says about the military. I love what he says about police forces. And I agree, build the goddamn wall and keep immigrants out. I wish we had somebody with balls like that here in Canada. Yeah, it's amazing how right he is about so many subjects, and then all of a sudden they call him a liar about everything. I research what he says, and, you know, I told you I've, had some problems uh with my hips yes. so i had to settle a lot so i had a lot of time to do that where i wouldn't have done it normally mm-hmm. and i i just look into everything he says and almost everything uh from my perspective is is true now if you don't understand that if you're a liberal or you know can't quite put two and two together or your elevator doesn't go to the top floor you might be confused by or you're just that. a damn idiot yeah I he th- does say the right thing and yeah. he, he knows fundamentally how to fix things mm-hmm. and being a contractor myself and getting by on my you know, innate ability to fix things is what's made me, you know, successful. Right. Where someone like Trump, you see that innate ability that he has, you think, man, if we could just put that to work, you know, for the American people, how things could change. And so there's hope with him. There's no hope with Hillary. It's just another eight years of Obama. 
Exactly, and then eight more years of deterioration of the system until it finally, when did it, does it finally crack? When is the tipping point reached where it just falls apart? Because people will argue their mm-hmm. heads off. It doesn't matter that, you know, um, you know, we can continue to borrow money, but where's the money going to come from? China basically doesn't have any more money. They're a huge debt. They've got $26 trillion. They're in debt, and then we've been borrowing from Social Security Fund, and each year there's more money there, but the more baby boomers are going to come online until eventually there won't be enough money in that fund. It'll have to come out of the general fund. So where's the money going to come from? Exactly. It's not going to come. And then we've got infrastructure problems like what we happened in New York. You know, they're not fixing things. They're letting too many things get too worn out. Bridges, roads, railroads, you know, everything is just getting old. We're just milking it to death. And Trump's right about that. When she said, well, you haven't paid taxes, and he came back with his, with his answer, you know what? This is what a smart person does. They try to pay as little much tax as possible. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to pay I, a lot of taxes. Right. Years ago, I worked for a, a consulting company mm-hmm. when I graduated from college with an MBA degree. And uh, I went up to uh, Clark Equipment Company, and they were building a plant in Ohio. And, um, you know, um, and actually it's Tennessee, uh, under Kentucky, I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, I asked the guy, I said, why are you building this plant down there? You know, of course, the economy grew and, you know, jobs grew and everything sure. else. But it wasn't like they needed it for demand. And I, he said, we're saving taxes. Yeah. And I said, but you're spending, you know, $20 million, which today would be $200 million or maybe half a billion, you know, to do the same thing. But um, he said, and I said, but, you know, you spend a lot of money to save, you know, 10% in taxes. He says, you don't get it, do you? And I said, no, I don't. He says, we're saving money. We're beating out the government out of taxes. That created jobs. Yeah. You know, that area became alive because of what they did, putting that factory down there with other people trying to save money. So mm-hmm. tax incentive is important. Um. I, I look at Trump and I say, you know, this guy looks like a president. He sounds like a president. He doesn't seem to be another puppet. And, you know, this guy is going up against a stacked deck because he's not only having to contend with Hillary and Bill, but he's also got to contend with President Obama, Michelle Obama. And then you've got Joe Biden. Everybody's working against him. And you know what? God, good for him. Good for him. And I'm going to tell you something. Canada had a female prime minister once. Once. It didn't work. There are things men are strong at. There are things that women are strong at. I'm probably going to get my foot shot off for this one. I think Trump has what it takes to run the country. And I know for a fact. Like a dictator, yeah. Well, not a dictator. Say, Somebody who's this way. And if you don't like it, I'm going to embarrass you. Yeah. Because your your special interest is not going to be part of that. You know, and that he's the only person that can do that. He's the only person mm-hmm. I've ever met in my life that's got the ability to do it and the finesse to do it. That's why we need him more than anything else. Not just the fact he's got all this great common sense. Yeah. But he's he's strong enough and powerful enough and willing and to do the work that's necessary to get it done. You know who he makes President Obama look like, Mister Bean. I don't know if you've ever seen that comedian. You know, yeah. he's... yeah. And, and this whole thing with Russia, it's not because Trump is in cahoots with Putin. It's because Putin realizes that President Obama is a wimp. You've got a... Well, pre- people like that, you know, they respect strong men. Exactly. And uh, Hillary will be weak. And here's the interesting thing. Though. Hold on to that because I've got to take a break here. Exonation. Nation. Our good friend Richard DeRose is with us. He is the author of Retail to Hell, Why We Need to Fear the Information Highway, Superstores, and Superpowers. And we're going to be talking to Richard more about this. You know what? His website, www.brainwashedru.com. I'm Rob McConnell. Richard DeRose and I return talking about politics and the debate of the century. Happened this week, September 26th, this past Monday. We'll both be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. 
you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exome Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, High Tech with Corey Kay, and every minute of the 24-7, 365 programming of the Exome Broadcast Network by calling 712-432-9459, courtesy of TalkStream Live. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 712-432-9459 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 712-432-9459 for the best of paranormal, new age, thought-provoking, sci-fi radio programming 24-7-365. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. While science pursues fact, magic accesses the quantum level, bridging random facts to form truth. As long as science and magic remain separate and polarized, the truth cannot be known. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Join me on the Science of Magic radio program, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. During each episode, I'll be speaking with experienced and respected scientists and mystics. From astrologers to astronomers, from medical doctors to shaman, the scientific method to dowsing and intuition, we'll weave together information from seemingly divergent practices to promote unity and enlightenment. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, and the Science of Magic right here on the Mutual Broadcast Network. For more information, visit www.thescienceofmagic.net. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Welcome back, everyone. Do you think I'm venting? Oh, you're darn right I am. People say, Rob, you're a Canadian. Why do you take such an interest in American politics? Why do you why do you support Trump? It's very simple. The Americans are my neighbors. Many, many, many of my good friends, like Richard DeRose, is an American. What happens in the United States affects Canada. No two ways about it. And I think that when we look back at the history between Canada and the United States, we're more than neighbors. You know, we're we're practically brothers and sisters, or sisters and brothers, or brother and brother, sister and sister, however you want to look at it. Both countries believe in God. Both countries 
have fought side by side World War I, World War II, the Korean conflict, Vietnam. No, you see, the Canadian government didn't go in to Vietnam, but a number, a great number of Canadians went to fight in Vietnam because we Canadians, like the Americans, believe in freedom. There are so many similarities, very few differences. So this is why I support Donald Trump, because I believe he is going to do the best for my neighbors and my friends, and that what good happens in the United States will spill over here to Canada. If Hillary gets in, I don't know what to expect. I really don't, except another eight years of Obama. Richard Rose is our guest, brainwashedareyou.com. And Richard, before the break, we were talking about President Putin. I saw a big change in the way Putin looked at Obama after the lines in the sand that Obama made in Syria. He didn't, you know, he didn't back up his words once with the lines he drew in the sand. And I think President Putin looked at him and said, oh, you're a coward. That's right. And what happened since then, what's going on right now, mm-hmm. Putin goes into Syria, backing up the Assad government. You know, the very thing we didn't want to happen, Putin put his, you know, two cents worth in and, and spent a lot of time, effort, money and bombing mm-hmm. and, you know, broke the ceasefire. Of course, they claim we started it. But um, the whole point is this could lead to, you know, World War Three. So if he doesn't respect the other person, on the other end of that phone, which would be Donald Trump, because he's already said he respects him, he'll tell him what could happen with Hillary Clinton being president of the United States. Not only Russia, look what's happening with China. China is building up its army. China is having its army prepare for World War III. Look what's happening with North Korea. They're developing, and I believe they have developed, a capability of delivering a nuclear weapon into the United States. Look what's happening with ISIS in the United States. Nobody is afraid anymore. The respect is gone. That's right. Even though the system's kind of working after Mm -hmm. the fact, I mean, most of these people that try terrorist attacks in this country get caught real quick. But on the other hand, you know, they're willing to do it. But we keep going into stupid wars like Trump talks about, irritating, you know, people, killing their, you know, men, women, and children, which we've done by the millions and Afghanistan and um, in Iraq and now Syria. You know, the reason that all this stuff is coming up with Syria and, and the uh, fact that, you know, people are having to flee that area by like as many as 11 million because our CIA started that civil war to get rid of Assad. Just like we started the war in Iraq to get rid of, you know, Saddam Hussein mm-hmm. and, and in Libya the same way, and we've created chaos all throughout that region. Why shouldn't they hate us? That's what I, that makes me mad about Americans. They won't sit back and think, what did we do wrong to get these people mad at us? Because you know, they're not that greatly competent people, mm-hmm. but they're mad enough to keep coming at us in ways that they can weaken and hurt us. What is your opinion as an American on Secretary Clinton's claim that she wants to bring in way, uh, what is it, 500,000 Syrian right. refugees? Well, there's a lot of reasons for that. One is she wants support, you know, for the Democratic Party, that's right. voters. Uh, but actually, if you're already in debt and you could go bankrupt, which a lot of people say, oh, that can't happen, it can't happen. Mm-hmm. But, you know, why would you bring in people when you can't support your elderly? You're stealing their money um, and their, you know, Social Security benefits and stuff, and you don't want to pay, you know, for their Medicare. Why are you bringing in more people and giving them free benefits and housing yeah. and everything else? It doesn't make sense. It's just the whole thing, when you think about it, is, is criminal. I think. It's wrong. I think that what both our governments should do is before you bring any other person into Canada, and I'll just speak for Canada, okay? Before you bring another refugee or immigrant into Canada, take care of all our homeless. Take care of our veterans. Create jobs so that the unemployed can work. Feed the hungry. Fix the broken medical system. You know... That might might have been okay, you know... uh, to talk about what they're talking about now, 20, 30, 40 years yeah. ago, but we've milked the system to do all this stuff for other people and mm-hmm. still screwed it up, you know, caused unfair wars in the center. Just look at the damage done to those cities in Syria. Yeah. And we're destroying, you know, one right now. 
uh, it's just sad what's going on. Those people have no place to live, and nobody thinks about what they go through every single day to survive. Tell Where me. do they get their food, their bathroom, their mm-hmm. health facilities? You know, you get a sore or something like that, and they're bombing these poor kids. You see those pictures. Yeah. It's, it's just horrible, and you're trying to say, well, we've got to win this battle against the Russians. And, you know, now it's not just, you know, Syria and, and Assad. It's mm-hmm. now the Russians and China and Iran and all this other stuff. It's just it doesn't make sense. But if you understand where Obama's coming from, it makes perfect sense. All right. So tell me, because I can't understand what he's thinking or what his logic is, if any. Well, he's a, he was born and raised a Muslim. You know, his dad was a Muslim. He's got the DNA for that. He was raised that way. You know, he was half black, half white, which means nobody accepts him in the black community, the white community. So he feels that, you know, and that's the way a lot of people are that, you know, are mixed. Um, and, you know, he's basically classified as black because he's not 100% white. So the whole thing with him is, you know, he, he sided with the Muslims. Even though he's enriched himself and become a multimillionaire and he enjoys partying and going mm-hmm. places and spending hundreds of millions of dollars of our money and not sharing it with poor people, but... The point is that he's a hypocrite, but he really does want to destroy what he thinks is a colonialistic America. He doesn't want us to have any power. He wants us to be a third-rate nation. He is a Muslim. He's not a Christian. He has no use for Christians. Uh, if they get beheaded and you know killed, suffered, whatever, he doesn't care about that. He only cares about Muslims. That's why he won't come out and say anything. And yet a lot of people in the press are afraid to come out and say that. He is not an, a true American citizen. So he wants to bring these people in. And then the whole thing with the birther issue, they still talk about that. They talked about it during the debate. Hillary Clinton started that. I was watching her on the Internet while she was going through that to try to embarrass him to step down. And she has the guts to look at, you know, the people and the American people in the eye and say, I have nothing to do with that, and grin, you know, as if, you know, she was totally devoid of that. She did that herself. That was her plan. And uh, it didn't work. Obama, you know, stood his ground. It's like she's doing right now. against yeah. all the, you know, accusations against her. And so it's just crazy. But he is going to hurt this country in so many ways and still is. Before the, his tenure's up, he'll have some executive orders out there. You know, I, I, I wrote an op-ed this morning because I found the following quote from Hillary Clinton. Um, let me see. Nurses are overpaid maids, glorified babysitters. Now, my wife is a nurse. And the title of my op-ed today was, Okay, Hillary, now you've really pissed me off. When Hillary Clinton, and this is what it says, when Hillary Clinton said nurses are overpaid maids, glorified babysitters, it just showed how stupid and ignorant she really is. Hillary, your statement about nurses shows that, shows just how ignorant you really are, and in my opinion, is, not, is yet another reason why you should never be president of the United States. Here is a thought. Have a nurse run for office of president. But, oh, oh, wait, they're too busy helping and saving lives. You know, being married to a nurse and very proud of it and seeing the work nurses do, how they love their jobs, their pride, their dedication and professionalism, mixed with love and compassion for their fellow humans, I know firsthand that the world needs more people with the qualities that nurses possess, and fewer politicians, especially you, Hillary Clinton. Nurses are the true champions and super humanitarians filled with love and understanding, and it pisses me off when politicians like you, Hillary Clinton, shoot off your mouth to get a 30-second media soundbite at the expense of one of the most compassionate, trusted, and educated professions today, just to try and further your own political aspirations. So, Hillary, your your uneducated and unwarranted quote about nurses shows how shallow you really are. Here are ten things that you, Hillary Clinton, should know about nurses, and in my opinion, you should retract your statement to apologize to the nurses, but we know that won't happen because you still not have apologized for the events in Benghazi that happened during your watch as Secretary of State. So, I, I you know, I, I, I gave ten, ten points. And then I said to all the nurses out there, Thank you, one and all, for your wonderful work, and thank you for being there in our time of need. She really pissed me off this time, Rich. Well, she does everybody that listens to her, but the problem is the press covers up so much stuff. She is by far Mm -hmm. the worst candidate the Democratic Party has ever put up for office in the history of this country. But the thing is, the press covers for her. 
And so, like you say, she's got so many of these things that are contradictions to mm-hmm. who she pretends to be and who she really is. You can go one thing after another, yeah. the way she treats women or thinks about women, all those kind of things. And yet the people that are for her, they just totally block it out. Like what, if you had said what you said to a mm-hmm. Democrat or liberal, they wouldn't even take it into the you know consideration. How much, in your opinion, does the fact that she is a woman running for the United States for the first time to be president is actually the only reason she is up there and the only reason why she is getting any votes whatsoever? Well, it has a lot to do with it, but you know you got to think about it this way: we pick. There are black men in this mm-hmm. country. Yes, that could be good presidents. It would have gotten us a lot further down the road and mm-hmm. spent a lot less money to try to look like he had a good economy, other than Barack Obama, who really sabotaged us. But you know, people won't trust a black president again. They'll do the same thing uh, if she gets to be elected as a woman. You know, there'll never be another woman president in the United States because nobody will trust her. That so, I, and I can tell you that that's that is God's truth because that's what happened here in Canada. We had a, a female prime minister. She didn't last in office the entire turn. And since then, a female has never run for prime minister because it won't happen. Well, most people want a, a man, even women do. I know Trump, you know, has done some things that, mm-hmm. you know, in the past. But, you know, with his attributes, I don't care. Like I heard a preacher talking about, you know, I'm not, I don't want him to teach my you know, uh, eight, ten-year-old, you know, Sunday school class. I want him to save my country. Exactly. And he's got the ability to do that, and that's why I'm for him, you know. And he's a good person overall. He means well. He understands what it's going to take to fix it. They all talk about his bad, anything bad. You know, it's like the media will put a microscope on him and just try to find out as much crap as there is. And when we look at Clinton, she, you don't have to use a microscope. You have to use a shovel to make sure you don't keep stepping in it. Right. But even Fox News, see, the thing about Fox News is, and it may not exist, you know, certainly not at number one uh, after this is over with, because mm-hmm. somebody like Roger Ailes might come back with a new conservative, actually a true conservative uh, TV station that people can tune into and get, you know, good news. Right. But Roger Ailes, you know, got fired, you know, because of his situation, making, you know, approaches to some of the women that work for him. But the thing is, that company basically is controlled by Murdoch, and Murdoch's a globalist. Exactly. So he hates Trump. Okay, stand by, buddy. Hales is gone. You know, it's just, it's their turning on him. Fox is turning on him. All right, we've got to take our final break. Exxon Nation, Richard DeRose is our special guest. www.brainwashedareyou.com. And I think that is a very appropriate question for these days. Brainwashed are you? You bet you are. We'll be back on the other side of this break as we wrap up this hour here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. As host of Dialogue with Divinity, I am thrilled to join the X-Zone Broadcast Network and their growing number of affiliates. My quest for a connection to the divine ignited my successful career path as an international spiritual counselor for over 40 years, an author of four books, and well-known metaphysical educator. My clients call me their spiritual mama. So my job is to offer you a radio show to help you grow spiritually with wisdom and get specific tools from guests who are experts in their field. Tune into Dialogue with Divinity and be part of the conversation with spirit. My goal, your happy soul. For more information, please visit my website at johannacarroll.com. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exome Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, High Tech with Corey Kay, and every minute of the 24-7, 365 programming of the Exome Broadcast Network by calling 712-432-9459, courtesy of TalkStream Live. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 712-432-9459 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. 
Remember, 712-432-9459 for the best of paranormal, new age, thought-provoking, sci-fi radio programming, 24-7, 365. Coming soon to the Exxon Broadcast Network is a different perspective with me, Kevin Randall, as your host. We'll be taking a close look at what is happening in the world of UFOs today with side trips into the paranormal. Guests will range from those who are household names to those who have a different perspective on a variety of topics. No topic will be taboo, but there will be tough questions asked as we all search for the truth about UFOs, the paranormal, and those things that excite us. Sometimes we'll agree with a guest and sometimes we won't, but we'll try to keep the program topical. For those of you who would like to read, be sure to visit www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com and remember to listen to the other fine programs on the X-Zone Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net. This is Kevin Randall. For nearly 30 years, I have been investigating the case of the Roswell UFO. I have interviewed hundreds of people and stood on the crash site. Now in Roswell in the 21st century, I have reviewed dozens of hours of audio and videotaped interviews, examined hundreds of files that relate to the crash, and have returned to Roswell in an attempt to put all that information into the proper perspective. For the first time in Roswell in the 21st century, I have made a dispassionate reevaluation of all that material and provide a new look at what happened. This is a book that clears away all the clutter that has hidden the truth for so long, strips away the various lies that surround the case, exposes the Air Force attempts at cover-up, and found a core of solid information that tells us all where the case stands today. Roswell in the 21st Century will be available in just a few weeks. For more information, please visit my website at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. What Happened in Benghazi is revealed by Nicholas Genix, author of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. He informs the American people that President Obama deceived them by advocating a strong foreign policy prior to the 2012 presidential election, and Hillary Clinton supported this deception. As the title infers, there is a connection between Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. Ample evidence informs Americans that Obama's early indoctrination in the Quran developed an infinity for Islam, why the Quran is the source of discontent in many countries, and why the Obama foreign policy deception led to poor military action and caused the loss of American lives in Benghazi. Genex provides 36 questions for the Select Committee on Benghazi to validate if Americans are justified to mistrust President Obama and Hillary Clinton. An overview of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi is presented on the website www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Afterlife expert Roberta Grimes was the first one to say that dying can be fun. Now her best-selling book, The Fun of Dying, is available in stores worldwide. So if you wonder whether death ends life, how it feels to die, or what heaven might be like, The Fun of Dying was written for you. And if you have always been afraid of death, or if you worry that your life is no meaning, let The Fun of Dying ease your fears and bring new meaning to your life. Nothing said in The Fun of Dying is based on the teachings of any religion. Instead, Roberta draws on evidence to explain how death happens, how it feels, and what comes next. A lot of the best death-related evidence was produced in the first half of the 20th century. When it is put together with recent discoveries, it tells a consistent and amazing story. Roberta Grimes blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Her wonderful book, The Fun of Dying, is available on Amazon and at stores worldwide wherever books are sold. Welcome back, everyone. Richard DeRose is our special guest, uh, www.brainwashedru.com. And you were talking about Fox News, uh, Ailes, and Murdoch. So let's get back into that because you were raising some very, very important uh, points here. 
That's right. It is important because it goes to show you who's really running the media mm-hmm. because they make their money off conservatives. And, and every day you listen to the, the um, you know, Fox News, particularly at night, you know, you have to listen through all this junk that's really geared to make you turn against Trump. And you know better, I mean, so you feel like you're being brainwashed by these people. It starts at, you know, 6 o'clock and, yep. and goes all the way up through the night. You know, Megyn Kelly is probably the worst one. Oh, is she still and, at uh, it with Trump, against Trump? Oh, yeah, she's terrible. Jesus. You know, even tonight she kept talking about the situation, you know, about Miss Piggy. And uh, it doesn't need to be brought up. It's been discussed. You know, she had the lady on her program. She mm-hmm. just nitpicks at anything she can against Trump. But she tries to put on an air that she's, you know, objective. And uh, but she's not, and people don't really want her to be objective. That's why they tune into Fox News because they want to hear things that reinforce their ideas about life. And Fox News is not doing that right now. Uh, and so you almost have to tune them down. And you know you might have the station tuned to them, but you're doing yeah. something on the internet, so they don't realize the audience they're losing because of what they're doing. A number of uh, a number of newspapers who supported Hillary Clinton or came out for with her, are losing subscribers. That's right. Like this, I think what's going to happen is that, first of all, nobody expected him to be tied with Hillary at this point in the game. Everybody expected Hillary to be double digits over Donald. And then you've got this moron, Johnson, or Mr. Alep- Alepo, who, who doesn't know a damn thing. And how anybody could ever think that this jerk could be president of the United States is way beyond me. Like, what are they on? Crack, for God's sake? And the lady from the other, what is uh, the Green Party? Right. You know, she's next to nothing. So, oh, for God's sake, what is it? You've got enough money and you've got enough friends you can run for president of the United States even though you're a moron? Well, you know, the libertarian candidate, Johnson, he... uh, you don't want a libertarian running this country. You know, it's like saying, you know, there shouldn't be any rules. Well, you have to play by rules. Every, yeah, every good sport or anything else has to be played with rules. Mm-hmm. But the rules have to be fair. And what we did was we sold out to crony capitalism, and we need to fix that. That's all that's wrong is where, you know, crony capitalism runs the show in America. That can be fixed. It's going to take a concerted effort, and some people may have to go to jail for it and this, that, and the other, but it can be done. And we can bring capitalism back, which is the best form of overall form of government. But, you know, a libertarian and then, of course, uh, the other one, the Green Party candidate, mm-hmm. uh, she basically is a socialist. And she's a law- former lawyer, lawyer and, and activist like, um, you know, Barack Obama was. No real experience in running government or un- understanding anything about running anything. And yet the people will vote for her because they don't want to vote for Trump. Listen, my producer asked me to ask you a question. He was uh, reading somewhere today that the FBI director, Comey, his brother is a tax lawyer and prepared Hillary Clinton's taxes. I read that. I don't know if it's true or not because there are things that are put out there. But even you can't trust Snoops because they've proven it, and I've kept reading his stuff. I said, well, he's contradicting what I found out to be the truth, so he must be on Hillary's side. Sure enough, it turned out he was, you know. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of stuff on the Internet. You can't just jump on everything. But if that is true, that's very interesting. But just the mere fact that, you know, Kumi wants to survive in politics, yeah. he knows what he did is wrong. He's ashamed of himself. But, you know, he's going to go along with the program because he wants his retirement. But, you know, you look at the big picture, Rich, and you say, my God, everybody in Washington is corrupt. It has gotten that way, and, you know, people protect themselves and to protect the power they have, the niche they have, and that's why everybody's against him. Every single former president and the current president are against him. Why? Mm-hmm. They want to protect the niche that they helped create that's destroying the system that's going to destroy us all, and not just in Canada and the United States, but all over the world. We're the beacon of light for the yeah. world. It's amazing how much influence we have around the world. I would imagine the people in Washington, the old guard, so to speak, are looking at Donald Trump as the person who's going to open Pandora's box, and a lot of people are going to face a lot of hard circumstances. Right, and the wealth may be shared. You know, when I wrote the book Retail to Hell mm-hmm. 20 years ago, I talked about this, and it's been alarming to me to watch how they systematically, the globalists, have destroyed you know, one job after another, one industry after another, for the sake of enriching themselves at the same time. You know, the, the country's getting tighter and tighter and tighter, and more people are having to live off you know, uh, social services, right. which the government can't afford to give them to start with. 
That's why we're, you know, a third of our budget's in deficit because we can't afford to pay for all these social systems. So the system, which I call is like a goose that laid the golden egg, we're doing everything we can to kill her. Instead of saying, hey, how can we get more golden eggs out of her by treating her right, we're systematically destroying that goose. You know, I've got a theory why Hillary Clinton is so cozy with China. And that's because China owns the paper on the United States. If the China was to call all the loans that they have in the uh, with the United States, the United States would go bankrupt. Well, that's true, but you know, I looked into that more in more detail here just recently. <laughs> okay. And they only have like 1.6 trillion of the 20 trillion owed. So you've got um, you know, other foreign countries mm-hmm. including Japan Altogether, that's about six and a half trillion of the twenty. But Social Security has about two and a half trillion. Um, there's it just goes on down the line. Different you know uh, retirement funds in the government. So they've been milking yeah. everything they can out of everything. And people think, well, I've got a nice retirement fund. No, no you, don't. you don't. It's tied up yeah. in the debt that you know we've been borrowing against. So Obama can look like he's put on a good show. You know, with ten trillion dollars spent, make it look like we got a good economy. Every time somebody says you have a good economy in the United States, that's not true at all. But we've done it on borrowed money. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can give you a, an example of what you're saying for the listeners who may be saying, well, I, "I really don't get it." Okay, here it is, gang. Here in Hamilton, we had CHCH TV, the local television station that serves over three hundred thousand people. All the people got called into a studio just before Christmas. People with 20 years seniority were let go. The company disbanded. They lost their pensions. It's that simple. Nothing is secure. No, it's not. You know, it's just like if the company go, if the country goes bankrupt, how are they going to pay you your Social Security? It's not going to happen. It won't happen because there's no money there to do it. Exactly. And, and that's why I try to tell black people in this country, you know, you don't understand the benefits you're getting right now mm-hmm. will cease to exist if this country goes bankrupt. You'll lose everything. So you want Donald Trump to straighten this mess out yep. before it goes so far that it does go bankrupt, and there's no money anywhere to borrow from, and which is what's coming very close to it. Trump says he thinks when it gets to $24 trillion, that's when we'll reach the tr- tipping point. Yep. We're $4 trillion away. That's just only four years. That's scary. What's really scary, right, but... what's really scary, if my understanding of history is correct, and you've got the MBA, not I, isn't this the type of situation where a war is created to booster the economy, booster the employment? Well, you'd hope that's what it's doing, but like I said, the globalists got control. Mm-hmm. And they started saying, hey, let's make all these countries help us out, Thailand and these others that weren't even on the map of, you know, 20 years ago. And now anywhere they can make it cheap and make money and make more off of it, but they don't realize they're killing the market that supported them to start with. Yeah. We were we were just received a uh, news notification earlier today that Saudi Arabia is cutting the out uh, the exporting of oil and the gas prices are going to be going up. And I said, "Well, thank you very much, Mr. Obama." Well, I think a lot of that uh, gas shortage, or not shortage, but gas uh, reduction in price, mm-hmm. came about because, you know, Russia started putting oil out there, and they have the largest reserves in the world. And because the globalists didn't want them to do well, they wanted to cut the price of oil down. I think we've mentioned this on other programs, to below his break-even point. So he wouldn't have any money to do anything with. And then what happened was, because of fracking and other stuff, there mm-hmm. became this oversupply of uh, oil everywhere, and all of a sudden, of course, the pr- price basically collapsed. They never planned for it to go that low, yeah. but, you know, it, they, they couldn't control it after it got so far. And now Saudi Arabia, who worked with the United States, uh, is probably trying to bring that balance back so it'll go back up to $3 or $4 a gallon here. Well, well that's exactly what's happening. It, it's not going down. Like right now, we're at 95.3 is the average for gas here. That's per liter. Because of what Saudi Arabia is doing with the cutback of export of oil, by the end of this weekend, it's going to cost us another 50 cents per liter. That's a lot. 
It is. That's a big increase. It especially is. Especially on other things. The New York Times, you know, which usually does a very poor job of being fair on their editorial page, is now there's three or four articles every single day and has been against Donald Trump since he announced. And, you know, it's just a prejudice there. But they actually put out to try to make people think that the economy's good that everybody in the United States basically got a 5.9% increase. Nobody in this region that I know of in the southeast, hmm. you know, got that. But we did have about a 10% inflation across the board in the things that we buy. The government yeah. doesn't tell us that, but what we know we buy. And now gas has gone up 10 or 20% here recently in the states. So you're seeing, it, you know, just opposite of what the you yeah. know New York Times, and who's trying to struggle to stay in business and get people to continue to read their papers. Sure. And they can't even be objective in the you know, on the basic newspaper. Hey, Rich, you, you be very good at. Rich, you and I have to say so long for tonight, but you're going to be with me next Friday and give us a week in review because these are exciting times. And uh, I thank you so much for coming on the show with us until the election to try and help us get a better grip on what is really happening. So I look okay. forward to speaking to you next Friday, my friend. All right, good. Thank you. Exxon Nation, Richard DeRose has been my guest. He's going to be with us uh, starting next Friday on a regular basis until after the elections. His website is www.brainwashedareyou.com. I'm Rob McConnell. Have a nice evening, everyone. Back to you tomorrow night here in the Exxon from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. <laughs>